This podcast contains content not suitable for children. I'll show you my tidbit. <laughs> Too soon. We're just going to come in on tidbit. All right, guys, you ready to go? You ready to do it? Okay. Yes. Here yes. we go. Yes. Podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having mm. me. Glad you could be here. I heard that you wanted to talk about aliens and stuff. I did. Um, tonight's broadcast uh, is largely uh, pertaining to, uh, well, let's say human diplomacy, really. Um, aliens are coming to our planet. Mm. And, to our planet, good. Um, one of the most universal languages uh, that all species, I think, speak uh, is food. Um, it's it's one of the the best ways to what about, communicate. Yeah. What about the language of love? Well, that's going to be another podcast. <laughs> that's um, the adults only the, podcast after midnight. Yeah, Alien listen, we got to tackle food first. We've got to woo them, and then we can <laughs> you got to woo them before that's, you oh. woo them. There you go. <laughs> that's it, right there. Until you spew your woos. <laughs> 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 this is a no spew podcast. Thank you. So, the, so, not a spew friendly the zone. Quickest way <laughs> You're to sitting an too close. You're in the spew zone. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Here, the, here's, your, here's your spew <laughs> poncho. <laughs> Woo! The quickest way to an alien's heart is through one of their it's many the summits. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, right, focusing. Laura, we're going to start with you. Aliens are coming. They're coming to a potluck right here in Oregon. What are you making for them? I first want to thank the Intergalactic um, Agency for choosing me as one of the human representatives. Um, as I have, I'm sure, checked all of the um, affirmative action alien boxes, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Bisexual. I... You know, have all of my limbs. Is this maybe? you establishing that you're the woman on the podcast again? again? No, no episode goes without me it. Trying to establish why <laughs> I was picked to make food for an alien. Hey, look, I don't want to tell you nothing, but you should know there's six million of them coming. We were all picked. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> oh, that's true. We were all. Pi- I'm not special. Cool. Was, I'm glad. I was gonna um, say there's no diversity hires here. <laughs> no diversity hires. <laughs> Wait a minute. If everyone's hired, it's all diversity. You're welcome. That's true. Wow. All diversity, Low bar. all shade. Um, I so the dish that I would choose. The only time a white male is a diversity hire is when there's a <laughs> when there was no other options. The most from. discriminated against fucking class. Honestly. Thank you for saying it. I've really um, been looking for someone. I know. I hear you. I see you. I am not you. I don't understand your plight. You are um, heard. You are heard, and you are loved, and you are valid. Um, what I would, my first thought when given this, uh, conundrum was I wanted to make them potato salad, but 
total typical oh, seriously thank you thank you no but total white woman spin on it like putting things that are completely unnecessary and no seasoning like raisins. fucking raisins no paprika <laughs> no seasonings but this is because i wanted to give them an example of humanity is garbage please take me with you you know what mm. you Mm. I don't want to be here anymore. I literally asked a random white woman on Facebook to make this for me to show you how terrible it is. I would like to leave immediately. You just reminded me of a cooking show I wanted to start uh, called White People Extra. It's where you take traditionally mm -hmm. shitty white people dishes like a potato salad and you make it good with, you know, the seasonings. I think that the show, uh, the hashtag for that show would be cries for help. <laughs> like, it would be like way of worst cooks Please, in America. Please, I haven't left my house in a long time. I need help. Yeah. I put raisins in a mm. potato salad. Help me. No, this is literally, it would be a, uh, it would be a plea bargain potato salad is what I would call it. I would be like, please take me with you on your you ship. you see this? I will do, do you anything. you see what I deal with? Please, get me out of here. And so if I were to make something that wasn't, you know, a little depressing in its subject matter, um, I think that one of the pinnacle um, dishes, or at least in my life, has been I would make them homemade ramen. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the, the interesting thing about the choice of potato salad. If I could uh, sort of get nerdy here for a second. You're, uh, you're going to nerd out on potato salad? Yeah, actually. White. White. Uh, white if bro. anyone didn't know about this podcast, <laughs> red is white. <laughs> uh, what, what I find interesting is that uh, potatoes are obviously related to nightshade. And so, uh, again. Yeah, obviously. Kind of rudimentary knowledge Rude. here. Rudimentary. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> To me, I, th I find it interesting that you would choose potato salad because uh, we as humans have developed, uh, in some senses, a tolerance, I would find, to nightshade. And so it's possible the aliens don't have that tolerance, and so you poisoned them just now. Okay, so that wasn't a part of the prompt. Um, we were cho we were, you know, allowed to choose anything. I didn't know that there was a potential You didn't give us an aliens. allergy list, okay? Yeah, you, they didn't give us an allergy list. I could have. I wanted put, to see you what you what? thought. Of. I mean, are there I to see if you what fucking of dishes that. can you even that. don't have a nightshade in them? Because there's not many. Right. Also, I, you did not even. First off, we talked about the aliens coming to us through microwave technology. So first, you talked about that. And then you went with. Wait, wait. It. Like, do you guys think that they actually came through the microwaves? Like that's how they got yes. here. I, this I, is the I, new okay. headcanon cool. I'm coming up with. Okay. Well, my point is. I told but my you, point is, based on you your point... You just interrupted... Hey, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said I killed point. the aliens. I get to interrupt you as much as I want. You did not factor in allergens when I told you it was aliens. I... I thought of that. I think I'm my. Remind. Whoa. So. Oh, okay. Right. So again, you're better than me. Cool. Um, I will also. I will also say that nobody's touching on the fact that I'm like, hey, I'm serving you a disgusting dish, so you'll save me. No, that makes sense. <laughs> like, We're all on the burning, dying planet. How can they on. save you when they're dead? I mean. Okay. Fucking everything could be an shit. allergen. This. This is not an acceptable line of questioning. Hey, the first rule of improv is don't say no. Well, how about? No, I didn't. I didn't say no. I said adapt to the situation where you've poisoned the alien. I have made a potato. I grew a potato in my garden because it's quarantine, and I have too much time you on my hands. And it's not nightshade. And overcome. There you go. Raisins don't piss. have nightshade in them, and so it's a negative times a negative equals a positive. So the aliens lived. Eat okay. me. 
So the point point being, I do like your ramen idea. Um, I think that. That's but we're gonna have to strong. go over all the ingredients of your ramen, or else you might kill them. Are they are are aliens gluten free? Because mm. then I would make them rice noodles. It's probably safer to go smart, with rice noodles. Smart, I would imagine, right? Than yaki soba. Yeah, stay with the stay with the rice based. On noodles. that note, what is yaki soba made of? Is that wheat? Yaki soba. It's so it's just like regular uh, flour and okay, egg and just to check. water. Just want to check. I made yeah. an assumption there. Is the flour then based in grain? For yaki soba? Yeah. Yes, that's what flour is. Look, I didn't claim to be an expert here. You're an expert on nightshade, so I'm <laughs> assuming have, that you know listen, everything about everything. Because my good friend yeah, white boy explained, developed white man an allergy. Okay. Yeah, explain, explain to me, white man. <laughs> my good friend developed an allergy to nightshade, and I found that very fascinating to find out that like a large portion of human-based consumption, at least here in the States, is based around nightshade-based products, potatoes, good, tomatoes, etc. right? So it's fascinating that there nightshade is a, a I, I would argue, even a quarter of the human, uh, American human-based diet is, is based around nightshade relatives. And so I found it interesting that we as humans have adapted to consuming a otherwise poisonous but uh, but they're poisonous yeah. based on human I don't know anatomy. I will point out. So I feel like aliens aren't even on the ta- on the table. I I'll tell you right they, now, I'm gonna kill them. Everything I have is nightshades in it. Come on. Can I tell you right so now? Can I say that they are allergic to shade night and not nightshade? Oh, common misconception. Mm, yeah. Okay. No. Now here's shade here's something nights. I will point out. Irony here. I'm arguing about Laura poisoning the aliens as we consume another poison right now. We are consuming bread poison. <laughs> it's liquid um, bread. It's good that for you. We have uh, adapted to to being able to process this level of poison uh, beer. And I and mean, so poison. Yeah, you're, poison. you're right. You're right. It's it's ridiculous <laughs> to to be like, what about potatoes? And then be like, but ramen. I don't know. Fun. If M Night Shyamalan right. taught me anything, right. water can be poisonous. So let's. M. Night Shade M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> um, I will say that to go to pair with, since you brought up alcohol, to pair with my cry for help potato salad, I would give them boxed wine mm, to yeah. go with it. Again, very, really solidifying very nice that I need pairing. to get out very of here. Nice and then with the ramen, I would serve them a dry, warm Ooh, sake. Mm, yummy. I like it. Warm sake is better than cold sake. I fight me. Agreed. I like mine tasting like bath water. I know people don't like it, but that's where I'm at. I love dirty plum bath water. It's my favorite brand. <laughs> the old dirty plum. Wait. <laughs> that was my nickname. If dirty plum was a sex move, what would it be? That's where you are having sex with your partner and they have their legs in a split, but it's vertical. Okay. What's the plum? The butt. <laughs> okay. All right. Because the first thing I thought of, and this is going to be too graphic for television, but let's go there. Uh, Good thing we're not on is, television. Is uh, a certain gif on the internet that involves a man's... Mm, no. Nope. Getting... Reg. Imagine. This is not broadcastable. <laughs> this is no, 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 no. It just kind of gets... Uh, uh, there's no video. We can't air this. <laughs> well, I know this. We can't air this. 
Like, this can't be on the all right, podcast. All right, cool, 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 cool. You said... No, 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 that's fine. Here, let me do a graphic... Genitographic description private it. chat after this. I... Cannot be a part of this podcast. It was no... Tor it just kind of got... That's okay, it's fine. Yeah, no. It's fine. No. Oh, that's how queens do it. That's how to make a suit. They and someone else was second. All right, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is a family-friendly podcast, oh. and I was not tired. No, it's not. It has content not content, suitable not for children. Suitable for children. Yeah. All right, his balls got sucked but into the... That doesn't mean there's no right limits. It, like, it looked like an angry mouth. Yeah, it's a th Anyways, that's the dirty plum. The <laughs> No. No. Absolutely not. I learned something. Now the today. fun part is going to be Cut. what what part of that conversation Cut. gets gets bleeped out in editing. The very beginning <laughs> of it. The very. No, no, you're beginning say, of we're going to go through cut. the entire discussion, and I'm just going to have to bleep out certain segments. People will never really know what we just discussed. I'm so excited to edit this episode already. Um, also, hi, my name is Laura Osborne. I'm speaking directly to the FCC. I apologize, but not too much. <laughs> we're sorry for. Our our, our pirate broadcast. All right, Red, what is yours? What are you giving to them? Well, I'm glad you okay, asked. Um, allergies are not gonna be brought up. Allergies are not gonna be brought up, okay. So. I might bring them up. Uh, initially leading into it, I, I tried to go for the sort of peak of human culinary genius. Um, okay, bold. Which in, in, in my opinion is the filet mignon. Um, if there was any dish that I have ever consumed that made me have a spiritual experience, it is the filet mignon. Again, that's just my preference, though. And so I actually did try to go with a more diverse and um, dish that I feel is very interesting and... Um, Fun to say. Intricate. And so instead filet of filet mignon... mignon Flamon! Flamon, Hotman! <laughs> Instead of filet mignon, I decided to go with my other favorite dish, which is jambalaya. Um, which is whatever you have on I hand, throw it, throw it into say. a bucket. It, it, exactly. Okay. I, felt, I, I feel like as much as we give uh, Cajuns and Louisiana in general uh, shit for, for being a... a uh, well, let's let's call it what it is—a garbage heap in a swamp. Okay. Well, um, I was not—I was gonna say I was not aware we were giving them that because I've been a big, huge fan. Tom Segura got in trouble for making fun of Louisiana until he went to Arkansas. The point <laughs> is, is that um, my family's I, from Arkansas. That place sucks. I'm sorry to hear I, that. I think that it's—I think I'm glad that, you upgraded uh, to Creole. Creole is hands down my favorite food. Um, and so if I was to prepare something for the aliens, I'd want something with a little zop to it. A little, a little bit, bit of a... You got, Zatarans. You got some heat. You got some meat. You got the staples. I like how you were vegetables. concerned with the nightshades, but then you just drop a whole bunch of capasian in there, which is even more oh, so yeah. a toxic. Absolutely. To, to me, I felt You know, I they've never like... digested spices before, so you're giving the aliens their first real bad poop. <laughs> so I mean, I honestly, Laura with the potato salad oh, yeah. might be the safest thing they get offered. <laughs> to be to be honest, you're absolutely right. I just thought it was funny that Laura went with nightshade, and like my brain instantly just. Thought, I didn't even know that nightshade was a thing. You know, educated right? me on a subject, but also made me a little <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, I, I would pick jambalaya, and I would go with um, to to me. 
Okay, as much as I love alligator jambalaya, I have to admit that the the meat is uh, very sinewy and and hard to actually eat. It needs uh, it's, to be fried. It's fun, but it's not practical. So to me, if I was going to prepare a jambalaya uh, for these aliens, it would be uh, shrimp. Obviously, you've got to have the shrimp in there, mm -hmm. um, and I would do andouille sausage mm -hmm. as the combo meat. No um, chicken. I wouldn't do chicken um, just because mm. I feel like. When I make jambalaya with chicken, it's it's because I'm on a budget. If I do shrimp and, and andouille sausage, that's me saying no, no, this paycheck was good. Okay, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to to spice it up a bit. Um, chicken is what I do when it's like I'm doing meal prep basically. Um, that's not enough credit to the chicken. So anyway, chicken is very good, but I feel like the the sausage and shrimp combo. Hey, it's is, the fish of the land. My land it's fish, killer. Yes. Um, you can't beat it. And then, of course, um, celery and um, my addition that I do for jambalaya, uh, this probably wouldn't, uh, this is probably make some, some of our nons people oh, upset, that's... but I put broccoli. I put broccoli in my jambalaya. Uh, huh. I think that broccoli is really Fresh delicious. or frozen? Um, I would do fresh, probably, and then you just kind of put it. Wouldn't uh, that just kind of, I don't know, in. disappear? Like, I mean, I guess you just have a little bit of stock, the stock left? Not necessarily. No, no, it's not a soup. It's a, it's a rice dish. I guess so. Um, no, he meant the so, stock of the broccoli. Oh, so what I would do is just chop the top, and so you have the little broccoli Okay, so you just have little teeny the, bits. The thing. Okay. A little yeah. garnish. Yeah, basically. And little so, bits. So uh, that, to me, um, I think would be the best dish for aliens because mm. uh, the, the origin of the, of the jambalaya is, is uh, literally the, the settlers um, being like, what do we have on hand? Dump it all in no. the pot. Throw it in there. Let's do it. What um, is the message you're trying to convey to the aliens through your jambalaya? Human ingenuity and adaptability. Um, our ability to basically say, this is what we've got. Let's make something delicious with it. And we manage to do that every time, which I think is humanity's, um, in my opinion, that is the human trait, is our ability to adapt to any situation is it is it too cold cool kill a bunch of things and wear their fur is it too hot okay uh take off all your clothes and have sex forever i don't think uh, that's the solution you know, that's... okay <laughs> i was i thought Where do i, sign yeah, up I thought you that. were gonna say that all of humanity's <laughs> solutions were well kill a bunch of stuff and then do this like right like all of our problems get stopped yeah. get solved by first killing a bunch of shit hungry kill a bunch of kill a bunch of shit and eat it Cold, kill a bunch of shit, yeah. wear hey, snap it. snap into a Slim Jim has a whole new meaning now. I, I think Slim that Jim. Uh, to me, to, to <laughs> me, uh, it's one of the reasons I like frontier food too, for instance. It's like uh, a, a bison-based chili or an elk-based chili is great because it's like, well, we've got beans, we've got broth, we've got meat, and we've got some root vegetables. Okay, put them all in a pot and let's make some chili out of this. That to me is, is part of what I find about humanity's uh, cooking styles to be so fascinating is is when you uh for instance one of my favorite expressions is the meat and potatoes of a situation let's get down to the meat and potatoes because to me nightshade it's gonna kill the aliens to, to me like the filet mignon is impressive because it's like we found a way that we could cook meat to where it is super tender and yet uh, safely cooked basically we have not overcooked it to where it's too tough but we've cooked it thoroughly enough and yet maintained this almost butter-like texture. Incredible to me. But see, you've set me down a path. I so also, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into mine because because you yes, you started me down this path, 
you know, at first I was thinking, all right, I'm going to do either a Thai dish or a Vietnamese dish. I'm like, that's what I've been doing. Like, those are the best, like, you can't beat combination of, like, of flavors. Mm -hmm. You're sweet, Mm -hmm. you're sour, and you're spicy, and just fucking everything. Umami, just like, it's all there. for that. But. Absolutely. Now I got started thinking about the filet mignon, and I was thinking the most life-changing food experience for me was also, it wasn't filet mignon, but it was just a well-made steak. And that just kind of changed everything. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be, I don't want to be sciencey about this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with the basics, and I'm gonna experiment on these, on these aliens a little bit. You know, they're gonna get just like, here's just meat, here's just some delicious meat, here's some sugar, here's some salt. Like just give them, give them the base ingredients. Find out what, what yes. like resonates with them, because maybe, yeah, maybe one of those things just straight up kills them. Maybe they go, this is the most amazing thing I've ever, ever tasted. Now I'm gonna take over your planet. We don't know. But we just got we got to try it out because I feel like we're at the place where we're combining it all. We're just we're bored with life and we're gonna combine every type of flavor to make it interesting. But maybe they just need one. That is, I like that the where you took it down and you're like, I'm not gonna make them one dish. I'm gonna give them a tasting menu. A nice which not only is fine dining with meats and cheeses <gasps> and piles of salt. You know what's f- you know now, what's funny is that I thought I was like, okay, so we're having this potluck idea for these aliens. I was like, what kind of snack food would you give your alien counterparts? Say if you were, you know, going on a hike or like, you know, just walking around or whatever. I'd be like, I would want to give them a pizza lunchable because I think everybody deserves to try that because it is literally the taste you know, of happiness. We're, we're worried about nightshades. I would worry about giving them a Mountain Dew or something, some like junk food that's like, I want to see him bl- explode. Based on, on humans like taking once. something too far, right? Just like, all right. Four loco. Uh, Give the aliens ori- four Like loco. original four loco with the alcohol and the... Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. You know, maybe that's a plot point we should explore here is is uh, in this world we've created... Uh, you guys are right to call me out, by the way, about my nightshade thing. I, I found it an interesting tidbit to add in, but I think it is a good point. You'll Again, never be safe. It did make me a tidbit mad, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm yeah. over it. <laughs> the The point being is is that uh, you know, let's say that the aliens have some sort of technology to be able to know. Oop, nope, I'm allergic to that. Or um, they have uh, epipens. Or they have. Yeah, I mean, do exactly. we need to worry they about that? I mean, they gave the six million of them came. Themselves. Are we worried? I mean, I guess they could just like snap us. Are there more of them, or is that like all of oh, them sorry, here? Sorry, six billion. Well, so the. I, I think the premise that I've concocted is they've sort of had scheduled meetings to various cities uh, across the world, and and the three of us were so lucky to be chosen as to represent the average human consumption of food for this area, basically. Um, but I think I think that Laura, you're absolutely right in that they would have some sort of a, a universal epipen situation to inoculate themselves to whatever they're we, i mean they got they here it, like, the they group. got here we have to assume they're safe like they're gonna like they can just right, wipe us exactly. out we'll just have to su- we were going with the canadian alien thing right like they're just like, oh buddy it's okay don't worry about it you know right exactly I, I, because otherwise we'd have to factor in the idea that it's like well the aliens got here and then they all got polio so that sucks like or coronavirus <laughs> right, you chose a, yeah. tor- a terrible time to come here buddy man <laughs> yeah so we should have come here in like 2008. We were okay. We man. just had regular <laughs> SARS, man, not this double SARS. You don't want it. <laughs> not this double SARS. 
we'll go we'll go ahead and uh, we'll we'll call this the Laura Nightshade principle that uh, that they've got a, a industrial grade EpiPen okay. for anything basically. I will say that we have to go with Occam's razor and that the you know the simplest solution is going to be the solution of they're not allergic to it. There you go. That's fair. Absolutely. Okay. So then now uh, Occam's allergy. <laughs> now here's here's the follow-up question. So the reason I chose this question um, of what small talk would you have with aliens uh, is because, like I said, mm. I hate small talk. Um, it's one of my least favorite things about uh, parties. And I'm an extrovert, so I love talking to people. I just hate talking to people about things with no substance. So um, to me, if you're going to talk, it should be with a purpose. And I feel like asking me about my job or the weather or um i've had people talk to me about like what tax bracket they're in and i hate it i i cannot stand to talk about it because it's it's just uh it's dead air it's it's boring as shit can i suggest something rather suggest something yeah is it actually the small talk or is it just that it's about something you don't give a shit about is that i mean is it really just the issue that just someone talking about something they don't care about or is there i mean could there be small talk that's like you do enjoy uh no straight straight across the board uh i would rather hear your opinions on aliens or robots um than hear what you do oh, then what, what's your definition what? of if you're, small talk then thank you that was my question small talk to me is anything that is sort of idle banter so if it pertains if it pertains to the uh, basics of your job. So like if I was talking to you about the paperwork that I have to do for my work, that would be small talk. I would be like, nope, don't need to know about that. If it's a thing that that uh, me as the listener will never encounter and therefore can never gain anything from this information, for instance, uh, the example I gave, uh, I had a guy talk to me about what tax bracket he was in. I can't do his taxes. I don't do his taxes. His taxes don't affect me at all. Which bracket he's in doesn't affect me at all. There's nothing I can contribute to that conversation that will further it in any conceivable way other than bringing up what tax bracket I'm in. So it does nothing for him, okay? But, However, but what if, if what he's getting from talk, it is just he needs to talk to someone about it? What if, what if that's... Don't oh, care. What if don't he care. feels okay. pride from it? Okay. Don't don't care and i think that it's stupid that we as humans have to pretend to care um i think that's dumb be interesting don't be a boring or pay human. a therapist don't be a boring person yeah or pay or pay a therapist to hear your problems okay because it's not my job as a random person you met at a party or a potluck or whatever you want to call it to to be your your dump for your useless information basically you do have um, strong feelings about this it's good to know <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's the dumbest shit. So anytime that's all anyone wants to do is is talk to me about the mundaneness of their job or the weather. God forbid someone try and start a weather talk. Now hold up. It, it is... was smoky, okay? It was very smoky and I couldn't breathe well and I wanted to talk about it. See, this is kind of where I want to step in where my job there is a 2 minute window where I have to create small talk where I am escorting patients, basically. And a lot of the things I do have to talk about, because I do deal with people, A, that I don't know, and B, that are of 
upper middle class or rich people because nobody else can afford orthodontic work um, where I have to go, what is a safe subject to talk about? Weather and the you know, I always talk about Israel, you know. I was like Israel versus what Palestine. side are you on in this like, one? And don't say yeah, it's complicated. I know, yeah. You're not allowed to Facebook relationship is complicated on me in this two minute conversation. How do you feel about Palestine? Like that's really what do I you support start to... the Jews? That's what I need to know. Right, and then the third, the the most common one is I deal with a lot of kids, and so I'm like, hey, so how is online? How do you feel about online school? And I know that they, they get that a question a lot, and so I feel like what I want to do in our two minute window of trying to establish a relationship with these people that I will probably see again um, is I've started asking kids like, what's your favorite TV show and why? But that's too long of a conversation depending mm. on the child. Like, that could go for three hours, and I've already put them in the chair and have started mm. working on their dental work mm. at that point. Mm. So it's just, it's always a weird thing. And then I can gauge my amount of energy that I have for that day or for that hour, if I were to break it down incrementally, of like, am I even going to try to have small talk, or are we going to have this really awkward con- a really awkward walk together that feels like way longer than See, two that's, minutes? See, and that's the, that's the other thing I was thinking of. It's just like there's a small there's small talk, which I think by definition I thought was just for red uh, stuff I'm not interested in. But there's you could also call it conversation starters, right? Mm-hmm. And some yeah, people are, are not those... comfortable with you just starting with like, how do you feel about your mom? Do you have any issues there? Yeah. That that's not small talk. And here's why. Small talk in my opinion is anything that can be knocked out in a 5 to 10 minute window like at a bus stop or in line at at something basically, right? Or at a at a party where you're floating around from conversation to conversation, you can engage and pull out very easily, right? <laughs> nice. Now <clears throat> I, I I hear what you guys are saying, but I think I think basically my idea is that small talk is very low risk, and I think that that's oh, cowardice. you want people to take risks, okay? <clears throat> I think uh, I, I think like people it. Sh- okay, small talk is something that anybody could participate in, but depending on what their life is like, the participation is something that you might not be keen to. Yeah, red right. might not give a shit. So about the you. that's fair. The, the idea to me, <laughs> I think it's honest. I think that's my biggest thing here is I, I hate the lack of honesty that comes with small talk, basically. And I think that in, in cases of what Laura is discussing, absolutely applicable. Obviously, if I am talking to the fucking gas station attendant, I'm going to do my best to be okay with small talk. What I don't like is small talk where I'm genuinely trying to get to know the person. I want to hear their opinions on some wedge issues for instance but they they won't yeah for for example uh but uh, they won't do it they just stick to these these just frankly no i mean i I appreciate that about you because it is easy to tell when you're not engaged in a conversation so i mean it's better to not fake and yeah you know what nah exactly i i think that uh, yeah if i can get personal Mm -hmm. for a moment i think that is something where of course there's, there's been some things in my past where people have called me out for a shitty behavior. And I've certainly tried to work on a lot of shitty behaviors. But then there's been a few where I'm like, you know what? This is just a personality trait of mine. And I'm, I'm just going to have to find a way to uh, either compensate for it 
or own it and be honest about it upfront with people. So for instance, a lot of people are like, hey, it seems like you're kind of not invested in this conversation. And I've just started going, mm -hmm. and that's because I'm not. And I'm not going to lie to you and, and pretend to be interested when in reality, the way I feel is, you're boring. Um, be more interesting. Is, is basically my response. Now, in some cases, if the person was like, I was talking about my dead mother, I would be like, and you know what? That's I fair. I should interested. be more attentive. <laughs> and and I, should, I should feign interest in that moment. Even though I don't, I will pretend to care because it's important to this person. Conversely, there are people that are like, it's really rude to look at your phone when I'm talking. And I'm like, well, you're talking about what tax bracket you're in. And yeah, I'm, I, 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 I got a chip on really my- You're really hung up on that. God, it was a boring conversation. <laughs> As someone who's talked about tax brackets, ooh, I'm a little nervous over here. It's 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 an. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm I, I I just have to say, if I'm four beers deep, I'm in this rant no and I don't tax like it. That's my reason for banning it. <laughs> if I'm four beers deep deep at a heart house party, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were deep in those four beers, buddy. I saw you. They shouldn't even have been in if the party. I'm, beep, beep. If I'm four beers deep and you come up to me, uh, to, and you come stop, <laughs> you come up to me and are like, "Let me tell you about why my parents." And you're got like, "Buddy, I'm, I'm four like, be beers deep in this beer." <laughs> Don't want to hear deer. about it. Don't want to hear about uh... it. Don't want to talk about it. Let me tell you about why I got fired from my last job. Or you could. But not, here's that sometimes, there, depending on the person, that people. could be a very interesting story. You're like, okay. Yes. So are you saying that there is a distinct difference between the small talk we were discussing, whether, you know, the local news that are that does not relate to politics, which I honestly don't believe exists anymore. Um, but so if somebody were to start with the weather and then raw dog yeah. you with their parents' divorce, that's not something you're That is what he's for. looking for. You, you, well, or he's saying he should is go that, straight yeah. to the raw dog and for a parents' divorce. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't tease me at all. Just go right in. Um, in in my opinion, um, the okay. So for instance, one of my styles of of extroversion and getting people to open up and and be social is I will go into a group setting where people are talking and it seems like everyone is going real surface level. They don't want to get into the nitty gritty. I will just launch right in and be like, "Here's about the time I piss my pants," like. Just gonna, just gonna own it right then and there. Here's the embarrassing story about me, and that way I'm already. I've set the bar. I've set it and said, "Hey, I'm willing to be this brutally honest and be the most embarrassing person well, what, what, there." Just so Red, that what I'm hearing is, is that we're obligated to keep you entertained, and our personal story, everything else is, it's not relevant. Okay. That's not All true. Right. It's just what service. it is. It's is just... I want, I want you to meet me up here. All right. All right. I'm already up here in the interest You're the level. benchmark. Exactly. I feel that. I feel that you, in every social situation, and, and through we're having this conversation, we are explaining this to the aliens. Of course. Um, to bring us back to the, the content matter. But it's like you are setting the benchmark for the kind of conversations you would like to have. And yeah. you are setting the boundaries of what it takes to either meet, exceed, or not meet those expectations. And I think that's meet, truly exceeds, healthy. exceeds, or needs work. Those are the, the three checkboxes. Exactly. Yeah. You either pass or fail. Um, one of the talents that my therapist has said that I have is that I am incredible at engaging people and that I make people sound like the most interesting thing. 
Um, and she's like, I really admire that within you, but that comes from very deep resonated self-hatred <laughs> and you're going to have to work through that. And I went, you're right. Super cool. But it's, you know, there's, there's two schools of thought of like, Hey, we have a limited amount of time on this earth. How about you either? Amen. You either, yeah. you know, make my time with you worth it or through social obligation and innate guilt i'm going to pay attention to you because i hate it when people don't do the same and extend the same courtesy you know, to as, me as like a fellow listener i truly understand that because uh i'm far more coming from a background of not be you know not feeling like my thoughts and feelings were safe or valid it was just like okay you listen to other people and so like it's totally fine like i'm more comfortable just like listening to someone go go off on some subject for hours like okay i'm here it's easier than me having to share something. So it's like, cool, yeah, I'll listen. And that is how I end up in certain friendships. You're both making me realize that my childhood was basically whoever can achieve the highest volume gets the floor. Well, I mean, it's kind that... of similar. It's just what side did you land on, right? Because for me, yeah. it's like, all right, well, I'm never going to have a voice in this conversation, so I'll be over here. Yeah, it feels like there are certain circumstances, especially with our and within our families that have shaped us as human beings, where you have been typecast. You've been typecast as the listener. You've been typecast as the person that feels they need to be the loudest of the group to even get mm. noticed because nobody else puts any effort into trying to get to know you. Or you are, you know, you're you're forgotten. Like you're you've completely like floated down the the creek of the importance. There's not a metaphor no, no, there. The, I'm the, sorry. The I, creek of I, importance. I, it's the, it's the, the creek, creek where many important yeah. things have happened. Lewis and Clark went down that, that creek. Ronald you know, McDonald Sacagawea was, was the was one that there. went down the creek of importance. And well, then we and, had to like bring her back. But And let's be clear here. My stance is more, I don't like being fake. I think that. And I that think is that, respectable. And what I I'm trying to say that. is sometimes I, that's not fake. I mean, for some people, like, I know a lot of really respectable people that if you jumped into that, they'd be like, nah, this is a red flag. Look at this guy jumping. He's not even, he's not even, I don't know. I don't like it. You know, it's just, it's a different yeah, way of thinking. I, I just mm -hmm. think that I, I got, uh, I got really tired of people, uh, you know, telling me to be more genuine. And then when you be more genuine, they're like, well, that seems a little selfish or rude. I'm like, well, I mean... Well, Listen, I'm going to try and not be selfish. I'm going to try and why don't be a you, better why person. Don't you, why aren't you more emotional, but on my terms and the amounts that I think is appropriate? Yeah, exactly. 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 There, this, it's the two sides of the coin where it's like I'm being more genuine, but in human nature, my genuine self is self-preserving, <laughs> and I'm telling you the things that I need. So it's like why are you shitting on me for one side of the coin, Harvey yeah. Dent, and then flipping it to the other and then yeah, also shitting yeah. on it? Why are you shitting on currency? Because, yeah, why are you doing <laughs> so that? And then you're trying to when... give people your shit currency, like literal shit on this currency. No one wants yeah, your, your shit money. Yeah, fuck your shit capitalism. <laughs> so for for example, um, one of my one of my strategies, like I said, was to sort of blurt out an embarrassing blurb about myself and, and set the bar already with me yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, you def definitely set the say, tone hey, with that. Hey, you're already... Yeah, you're already cooler than me, so everyone can be relaxed and at ease because I've already embarrassed myself. The damage is done. Now we can all be honest with each other, knowing that Red is the person here who has pissed his pants as an adult. That's fine. You know, we've already done that, basically. And so it just puts everyone else at ease. I fall on the social hand grenade for everyone else. However, 
that comes with the 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 side of okay now entertain me i've already made myself out uh be the the pariah so meet me at least there so you feel like and, you've, and you've given me. some entertainment and now you deserve a little bit of yeah I mean, you know that's fair enough yeah because it, because what what would what else would you like me asking you more questions about the weather? No, if your job is an interesting job, then I want to hear about it. But I want to hear about the interesting parts. But of that's the not job. really. Here's the issue with that: <clears throat> if you are in that job, there's lots of bits that you find interesting that someone who's not in that career. And so, like, as someone who's like struggles to like know what is interesting to other people, I'm like, I don't know which stories to tell. Sure. Like, I find all this Absolutely. shit interesting, but. I know a lot of it's pretty fucking mm-hmm. basic. Like, I don't know. I watch I watch Mad Men and go, that's my entire life. That's what all I I do. And then I realize anyone looks at <laughs> no, it's not. But you're not. You're just you're just selling some really basic websites. Get out of here, right? Like, it's 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 tough to tell what other people are gonna find interesting. Yes, sure. you, totally. It's really hard to gauge what other people exactly to you know see what they're gonna find interesting, and then. Y- it's really hard, especially because I feel like a lot of people, especially in our generation, have social anxieties mm-hmm. built into us. So it's like but if it, someone it is factory not, default, you know, buddy. we were we were given it. It's true. We yeah. put the mechanical pencil lead into the little slot, and we reset everything to the factory settings, um, which is anxiety. But it's like it's really hard to gauge what people's interest looks like. Sure. So you're trying to, you know, speak with somebody and they're not making eye contact, but their body is still kind of shifted towards you or they're making way too much eye contact, which I unfortunately tend to do. Um, or, you know, they don't say anything besides, mm-hmm, yeah, or they say too much like, oh, really go into the minute details of what makes up cruising. What is a ship? What now, are the where exactly does your that tax kind of bracket stuff. end? I really need to know. Laura, exactly. you, you brought up an interesting point here that does tie into our alien situation here, okay? So, eye contact. Now, I know we're supposed to be going in with What this. eyes do you look at on this alien? Right. We, How we many have, eyes are do there they eyes, have? Their sexual we organs, have been, do you know? We have been... Jesus. We have been uh, discussing here the, the sort of philosophy and nature of small talk. What I would like to get into for a brief moment, very brief moment, is eye contact. Now, this is something that I have always struggled mm-hmm. with, and it's one of those, it's one of those classic human moments where you're like, "Oh my God, I'm on the spectrum. I've got to be on the spectrum here," because in my head, every time I wrestle with this dilemma of make eye contact with that stranger, but not too long. Don't make eye contact too long because then it seems like a threat. There's almost <laughs> it's a, like it's like a it's like a primate biological response where you're like if you make eye contact too long you're challenging them to a duel. But if you don't you maintain do eye contact, you maintain your beta status or whatever you want to call it, your submissive status basically where you're not able to look them in the eye and therefore um, that's that It's whole, a game. It's it's uh, a game spec- that it, it's right? just how how long who looks the longest. But this is where now, uh, all right, let's, I know we're the alien thing, but let's talk about what we're doing right now over the internet is breaks it. Cause like I can look at Laura's eyes right now, but if it doesn't look like I'm looking at her, do you guys, does it look like I'm looking at the camera? But if I look at the camera, now it looks like I'm looking in the eye, but now I can't see any of you. Right, but I don't see your face. Now it's back down here. It's just like right now I I can look around. Hey, Michael, my eyes are up (laughs) here. So, so to me, I think that that's very fascinating because 
there is a level of human interaction, which I think uh, this ties in with the alien thing, obviously, uh, to a degree of, like, you don't know what an alien um, norm would look like. Well, that's, and that's where the improv thing, sure. that's where the improv thing comes goes. from, right? Like, because we'd, make, we'd course, make up rules to be like, all right, these aliens, if you fucking, if you dare look them in the eye, they're going to fuck you, right? Like, that's just, that's their yeah. rule. That's their, that's their system. Right, exactly. So and to it's... me, for, for humans, eye contact is something that's very fascinating to me, especially when it comes to strangers. When it comes to a person you've met, obviously you're going to look them in the uh, eye, right? Depends where but, you are. But if you're... If On you, your social well, true, anxiety true, true, spectrum. True. Of course. My point being, though, and is... And how is familiar it, you are. Um, you're walking down the aisle of a grocery store and you make eye contact with another stranger. How long do you hold that eye contact? Uh, never would have happened. I'm looking down the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The, right there. I come right from there. the opposite side of the spectrum. I make eye contact too much, and I've been mm-hmm. told really? that my I've never. Life. I've not yeah. noticed that, probably because I've never looked at you, but... It's true. I'm not noteworthy. But anyway, That's not what I'm um, saying. Don't be rude. I don't... No, um, I, especially in a professional sense, I have always wanted to make sure people knew that I was there, and that I was present, and I was listening. And so it has translated into my everyday life, where I look strangers in the eye, and I go, Hi, how are you? And then I nod my head, or I do the bro nod, or I say, excuse me, I'm trying to pass. Or, excuse me, I just need to squeeze past you right here. Like, something very white See, that's what I, that's actually one of the things I want to bring up, because we, we got the eye contact, but do you do the, well, no, just looking away? Or do you give the nod, or you give, sup? You know, like, the, the, the bits after. Like, what is the acknowledgement after? Are you giving, you're giving some people the heads up a little bit? So, hey. I do to People this, you don't yep. know at the grocery store? If the, this is a stupid thing, but if they're male or male presenting, I go. Well, I was if it's a say, woman, I go. And then okay, but either way, it. you're giving an acknowledgement. Okay, cool, cool. Correct. I think I think that uh, the classic thing I got this off of Reddit a long time ago, but I I had already been subconsciously doing it before, is uh, up for friends, down for threats, um, and so you nod up. And and the the I don't Reddit know if I've ever justification seen that like someone down nodding. Okay, so 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 basically, it's like a bow. Let me give it to you like right. this: if you encounter a cop, you tend to give him the down no. nod. No. You don't look at the cop; he'll arrest you or shoot your dog. <laughs> okay, well, it's true. Point being, point being, uh, if you encounter someone of authority, I tend to give them a nod downward. Huh. And if it's someone who is a, f- a friend or appears friendly, so if just a passerby, I give them the up nod. Now, uh, this is a subconscious thing, but someone on Reddit theorized, and so it's bullshit. There's no back automatically false of science, right? Automatically false. However, I did kind of sit there and go, ah, maybe it's a confirmation bias, but yes, I agree with the sentiment. If I downward nod to you. I'm limiting the exposure of my jugular to you. Whereas if I upward nod, I am exposing my jugular and therefore do not find you to be a threat. Right? It's just so interesting to me because I've no. just never known. No. I don't think I've Such ever a... downward nodded at anyone in my life. It just feels unnatural. Which means that you feel very friendly with the No, I'm, I'm the, the Omega. Who's just, just kill me if you need to. Just, just, <laughs> just make it quick. So my, my point being... My Master, point being, I'm here if you need me. In an, in an interaction threat. with an, an alien, it would be very interesting to me because it would be like, well, this is the classic human greeting of a handshake. 
Um, the firmness to which will be dependent upon their bone structure. Uh, Squishy, are they of, jiggly? Of, like, yeah. God, so many Forest factors. bird bones. But let's assume it's a sort of skeletal humanoid. Um, what's what's the uh, term for having a backbone? Um, it's a vertebrate. Ah, look at that. A vertebrate. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. So a vertebrate. Um, let, let, let's assume that they are a, a bipedal that vertebrate. That is carbon-based uh, life hands. form. We're going, yeah, going a, down a, a, a They firm, could survive here. There's no tentacles. Darn. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. If I encountered an alien, it would be a firm handshake, but a downward nod. I would not expose the jaw. I don't know, man. If anyone, if, um, if aliens make it here, they are beyond our technical capacity. It's like, we're not, this isn't War of the Worlds. We're not going to make this work. Like, we're... I mean, and this maybe goes back to me just. There will this, be a level of is, diplomacy. This is me right. going upward nod. Like, just come on. Like, I can't stop you. Come on. Here we go. Bring it's, it in. Bring it in for a hug. Exactly. That was literally what I was going to say. If I am expected to make them a meal, I'm going to hug them. That's what did I did do. Alien, did the alien ask for this meal? So, so okay. yes. great questions all Cook around. Out. But I, I, I got to say, you both are inspiring me to be more friendly and not that I'm not already trying to be more friendly, but, but I think that you both make a great point of if I'm making them a meal, I'm going to hug them. That's a solid point. I think that I would maintain my firm handshake and a down Guys, nod, but that's just because of who yeah, I am. As person. You just made me realize I miss the, I miss hugs. I didn't realize I was Can officially I... a hugger until all of, it's been a year and I haven't gotten any of my friends a hug and I'm just like, I just want, I just want to squish you with my arm appendages. Come on. Everybody is touch starved right That's now. Um, can I change the subject to something a little less sad? Yeah, Can I course. talk about red and a Taco Bell drive-thru? <laughs> oh my God. Because yeah. the man doesn't think he's friendly, but I don't know if it's because there is a distinct like physical barrier between him and the person that he's talking to. But when a Taco Bell person... You, they're like, hi, how are you? They don't say, welcome to talk about whatever. They're like, hi, how are you? And he goes, I'm well. How are you? Like, it's a very nice, like, I would like to, even though I was going to say, that talk, seems like a dangerous invitation to small talk there, buddy. Right, it, but it's it's never it, it's never gotten to a point where the person's like, oh man, well I'm not in the right tax bracket. <laughs> like it's never been that, but it's always been like, I'm good. What can I get you? And then he gets shut the and fuck then he up. Gets to Give the me end my of order. The order. Your order, right. not my order. Can I? Right, and then it gets to the end of the order, and they're like, do you want to subscribe to our Taco Bell point system? And he goes, oh Wait. gosh. Not today, but thank you. I've <laughs> like he's well, very hold up, hold up. This is important. I've never been invited to a Taco Bell exclusive. There isn't one, but she's referencing. It's, it's, it's like, would you like to try this one. thing yeah. today? Exactly. Or it's like, would you like to try okay. blah, blah, blah. And he's Gosh, like, I just want to make no, sure I'm not you. missing out on any Taco Bell exclusive privileges. If Taco Bell, we Taco are Bell open to sponsors. Please consider us. But I will say, I will say that it's much like the John Mulaney when he's at the line for Best Buy, and they're like, "Do you want a Best Buy credit card?" And he goes, "Oh boy, I sure, I sure would like to." And they're like, "Do you want a Best Buy <laughs> credit card?" And then his wife's like, "Jesus yeah. Christ!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the I think what it is is that I view retail and fast food workers as uh, people who we have largely mistreated. I agree. And, yes. and I think that um, it, it's funny you bring this up, Laura, because it, it is uh, sort of my um, gambler's dilemma, I guess is what I'll call it, of, of uh, niceties, where uh, I 
I am an empath, and so I, I feel very uh, intensely what other people um, uh, feel. And so a lot of the times um, when I get into a dialogue with someone in the service industry, I'm trying to be as human as possible with them and treat them as a human. And then sometimes it backfires because they are just as genuinely human back to me. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're a person where it's like, whoa, <laughs> I wasn't I ready for that. Need all Red, Red that. can I sum you up? So can it's I sum like, you up in a sentence? You sure. are a, an outgoing, caring person who's ready to throw down at a moment's notice. That's that's, that's absolutely. What I, I would say this is very true. I'm I'm very social, but I have my limits, and I'm willing to tell you when you've reached them. Basically, Michael, can I sum oh, you please. up in a sentence? You are an introvert that does give everything that they can to the people they truly care about. I will one up you. I give that to people I don't care about. That's true. You care about everybody. No, no, no. I just give that to people I even don't care about. I'm very. I want to tell you guys a story. I want to tell you guys a story. Yes, please, Do God. Uh, I Do used it. to have this coworker, um, and this guy would come into my office and talk at me for, and I'm not kidding, hours, really? hours, and Go like, on. God, that's and such like, a mood. I like the thing is, I like the guy. I didn't give a shit. I mean, he would tell, and sometimes his stories got insane. Like, he was like, oh, this is when I was running drugs over on the East Coast for this guy who's obviously in the mafia. I'm like, okay, interesting. And other times he wants to tell me way too much about his sexual exploits in his 30s. And, you know, like, there was, a, there was a big swing. This is, this is what I'm talking about right here. This so is you're exactly okay with this because this is about. not small talk. He was not a small talker. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is just that read the room. <laughs> okay, yeah. Read for the real. room. For real. So, like, sometimes I want you to continue your story, but I, mm-hmm. I just want to jump in here really quick. What I, what I want to kill in the human culture is this idea that you have to keep listening to someone if you don't find what they're saying interesting. I think that there needs to be a polite way, and I haven't figured it out yet, but there is there, there needs to be a way for I, you to politely tell I got tell that one, person, too. I hey, got that one, too. From I, a- I don't want to hear what you are saying. But I don't dislike you as so a person. I've got, I think uh, that I've, you're a fine human. I know how to do this because I, a coworker from the same company. And here's the thing: I was do a it. younger, Tell I was a younger guy, so really it was just like I wasn't as aware. But like, and like, you know, I liked him; he was fine. So I was gonna be polite most of the time. There would be times I was just trying to stay awake. I kid you not, trying not to fall yeah. asleep yeah. during the conversation. Yeah. He's still going, so it was absolutely. Fine. So obviously he was cool with it. Uh, but another coworker, a friend of mine from high school, uh, his solution sometimes is. I won't say who. Uh, Marty and I were talking to him in the mall one time, and he just goes, in the middle of the conversation, I got to piss, and walked away. And we're like, that's how you end a conversation. Yep. You just go, I got to piss, and you walk away. And you're like, he was that done. That is only acceptable he was done with that. four beers deep. No, no, no. We just, this was middle of the day. We just encountered each other, and he was done with the conversation. And he said, I got to piss, and walked away. We didn't see him the rest of that day because we just encountered. And Yikes. I love this man. No, he is, he's a brilliant guy. He's just like, he's just kind of like Red. He's even less bullshit. Just like, yeah, okay, see ya. <laughs> like, he's just done. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm polite about it. I'm like, I don't want to be no, rude No, 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 he's just like, but... you say, I gotta piss, <laughs> I gotta please. Piss. And then you leave. <laughs> I gotta piss. 
Ever say that to Marty, he's going to know exactly what you're talking about. So that's how you end a conversation. Got to piss. Hey, you would turn around. So I gotta what tell about you... this other guy that told you too much? I gotta... where, was, where was that well, story? Oh, that was the end of the story. Before we continue, oh, gotcha. bef before we continue, I do have to piss, actually. <laughs> oh, God, I got to piss. <laughs>